0: Welcome to another episode of Traffic Island. I'm your host, Linda Roy. You see their names on the memorial signs along the highway at overpasses, bridges, and traffic islands. The brave veterans who sacrificed their lives for our country. Follow me as we profile the veterans behind the names you see on the signs. Let's not forget them. George Evangelist Patistius was a 17-year-old fresh-faced kid in 1943 when he left New Bedford High School in his junior year to join the Navy. He was the son of Greek immigrants Evangelist George and Olga Patistius. They lived at 397 Cedar Grove Street, New Bedford. He had two brothers, Arthur and James, and two sisters, Stella and Aphrodite. George enlisted in the Navy on February 26, 1943. Franklin D. Roosevelt was President of the United States. World War II was in its fourth year. The number one song in the nation was There Are Such Things by Tommy Dorsey Orchestra and sung by old Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. So have a little faith and trust in what tomorrow brings. You'll reach a star there are such things. George Patistius was trained at the U.S. Naval Training Station Sampson, New York. Mornings began at 5:30 a.m. Recruits, most away from home for the first time, had to do all their own personal work, including making beds, keeping their locker in order, washing clothes, and keeping the barracks in spotless shape. There were, of course, drills, company watch details, studying for tests and learning to like the chow served in the mess hall. They were paid $5 a week. With his training complete, George Patistius was assigned to serve aboard the Essex-class aircraft carrier USS Bunker Hill CV-17 as a fireman first class. The Bunker Hill was commissioned at the Bethlehem Steel Company in Quincy on December 7, 1942. In his nearly two years overseas, Patistius had taken part in 10 major battles and 12 engagements. Then came that dreadful Friday morning, May eleventh, 1945. While supporting the invasion of Okinawa, Japan, the USS Bunker Hill was attacked when two Japanese kamikaze planes slammed into her. A Mitsubishi A6M Zero fighter plane emerged from low cloud cover, dove toward the flight deck, and dropped a 550-pound bomb that penetrated the flight deck and exited from the side of the ship at the galley deck level before exploding in the ocean. The Zero next crashed onto the carrier's flight deck, destroying parked warplanes full of aviation fuel and ammunition, causing a large fire. The remains of the Zero went over the deck and dropped into the sea. Then, a short 30 seconds later, a second Zero plunged into its suicide dive. The Zero went through the anti-aircraft fire, also dropped a 550-pound bomb, and then crashed into the flight deck near the carrier's island as kamikazes were trained to aim for the island's superstructure. The bomb penetrated the flight deck and exploded in the pilot's ready room. Gasoline fires flared up and several explosions took place. George Patistius, along with 346 other crew members, were killed in the attack. Another 246 men were injured and 43 were reported missing. The attack came just four months before World War II would end. Following the attack, Patistius was buried at sea. He was awarded the Purple Heart. Although badly crippled, the USS Bunker Hill managed to return to Bremerton, Washington. After a few more tours of duty, she was decommissioned on January 9, 1947. If you go to the Honolulu Memorial National Cemetery of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. You'll see George's name inscribed upon the tablets of the missing memorial. 62 years later, the city of New Bedford honored George Patistius with a memorial sign on Interstate 195, near the Route 140 overpass. The proclamation reads as follows. Chapter 402, an act designating an overpass in the city of New Bedford as the George Evangelos Patistius Memorial Overpass be enacted as follows. The overpass on the Interstate Route 195 over State Highway Route 140 in the city of New Bedford shall be designated and known as the George Evangelos Patistius Memorial Overpass. George Evangelos Patistius, fireman first class, served in the U.S. Navy during World War II and was killed in action during a kamikaze attack. The Department of Highways shall erect and maintain suitable markers bearing the designation in compliance with the standards of said department. Approved December 31, 2006. At the sign dedication on July 2, 2007, an old black-and-white portrait of George, smiling in his naval uniform and white sailor's cap, was propped up between two signs that read George Evangelos Patistius Memorial Overpass. In a Standard Times newspaper article from that day, then Mayor Scott W. Lang said, He was a true American hero. George went to war to protect us, and he gave his ultimate. He gave his life. In the same news article, James Petitius, George's brother, said, This is unbelievable. The whole family is so grateful. It goes to show that no matter how many years go by, the memory of the sacrifice they made never dies. A veteran himself himself, James Petitius, served in the Navy for five years during the Korean War. His older brother's death was far from a deterrent. Nephew Kenneth George Montero, who led the effort to have his uncle honored, choked with emotion as he addressed the gathering at the sign dedication. I had the idea. The dream, he said. As traffic races along Interstate 195 through New Bedford, motorists will see the landmark Old Glory Tower as they pass over the Route 18 overpass and they will see the American flag perched at the top of the tower. The late Joseph Theodore, a World War II veteran and Purple Heart recipient, began the practice of flying veterans' flags above the Old Glory Tower back in 1968. Over the years, the flags of servicemen are flown in their honor. In May 1995, the servicemen's flag flying from the Old Glory Tower flew in honor of George E. Patistius. Fireman First Class George Evangelos Patistius Service number 7617918, born January 10, 1926, died May 11, 1945. He was 19 years old. Fireman First Class Petitius, thank you for your service.